listening to the Worcester Observer Podcast because you have impeccable taste. Hello and welcome to the Worcester Observer Podcast. I'm your host, Rob George. And just like the nas- this morning winning a National Television Award, we're back again for another instalment of the most exciting podcast Europe has ever seen. I said Europe. Maybe the world, who knows? Don't know why I started like that, Claire, to be honest. Claire's with me. <laughs> Did we win an award? No, this morning won it again. Oh, they We weren't against them, but, you know, they won it again. It was Piers Morgan moaning on Breakfast TV. Yes, he was. Was he? He, he was. <laughs> but he has declared war on the government, which is great. Oh, really? Um, is that because none of the Tories will ever... Yeah, they go won't on go the on the show. So he's just basically said to the Downing Street press, press officer, I'll make you the story every day, sunshine. I thought as Piers declared some sort of war. Do you know what? I think that's a bit, I don't know, it's just a bit naff, isn't it? Kind of, as a, as a journalist, though, you shouldn't really start airing all your no. dirty laundry if people no. just don't want to come on your show. Because no. he does, fair enough, give them a really hard time. Yeah, he does. If, if I was a politician, I wouldn't go anywhere near Piers, I don't think. No, I wouldn't, because you're going to get honest questions you're not going to be allowed to give the standard answer you're going to have to give an answer mm. uh, but it's, it's it's ratings i mean i enjoy piers morgan because if you take if you take everything he does seriously it's failure to appreciate what he's doing he's doing a lot for a reaction mm. and the program is doing a lot for the reaction because the more reaction the more viewers the more viewers itv share goes up in a, a breakfast time, but anyway. It's definitely watchable. Did you hear them on, apparently, last week on Love Islands? And I, I know it's your favourite show, Rob, Love Island. <laughs> but they were all talking about Piers saying, oh, yeah, we only watch it Monday to Wednesday because that's when Piers is on and he's so brilliant and giving him, making his head very big, really. That and would have course, offended him greatly. Well, he loved it, of course. <laughs> of, co- of course. Um, how on earth did we get up to Good Morning Britain, Piers Morgan? This is the beauty of this podcast, you see. You're not gonna, it's not going to be the standard stuff. You know, we could talk about anything. We're on to Love Island. <laughs> on to Love Island, which I admittedly haven't got a clue about. Have you never watched it? Never watched See, it. See, I'm a bit of a fan. It's not gonna. It's not something that's going to interest me. And also, they're all very handsome and attractive people. And there's me going, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's inspirational. It's something to aspire to. It Make, really makes you go to the gym. It really isn't. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I could go to the gym for a long time and still not look. As body beautiful as some of the ladies and the gentlemen uh, on that. I'll push that up right up. I don't know why this is just weird. Anyway, just like Good Morning Britain, we've danced around everything. Should we actually do a bit of news? Yeah, what's been happening this week? Um, We're going to start off with quite awful tragic story that's on been on worcesterobserver.co.uk you'll see it on there we have updated the story as more tributes have come in so do have a look at it and that is the heartbroken family of a young worcester father who died from serious injuries after a tragic accident at uh, heroes in the center of the city on friar street actually have paid tribute to their beloved son james Aitchison hill died on sunday january the 19th 24 hours after it's alleged uh, and it's it's been reported that he fell downstairs at uh, Heroes in a tragic accident and sadly died of serious injuries. Oh, my goodness. It's just awful. I saw this story. You put this on the website before mm. today's paper, didn't you? And I read it. And, yeah, I was dying to ask you if we knew what had caused it. But... It's been reported. The police have confirmed that he did fall down some stairs. But, obviously, now the matter... Now it's an accident and it's an unexplained death, even... Even though it's not suspicious, it's unexplained, so it will have to go to the coroner. So, 
these things happen, don't they? I remember when I was a child and we were playing a hockey match against another school and one of the school, the one of the girls at the other school slipped on a curb and twisted something in her, inside and died. Do you know what? I mean, it's just, it was inexplicable at the it time. Is. And it just, but sometimes you can just fall and land the wrong way. And it, absolutely. You, you just don't know. And other people can fall off, you know, a 10 story building and be fine with a few broken bones <laughs> yeah. or something. But you just never know. And you just never The poor family, just well, horrible. Well, he's um, 27, as we said. He worked at Mazak uh, in Worcester, where his colleagues had described him as a rising star. But more importantly, he was a father to his son, Eddie a much-loved brother to Neve and a beloved son to his parents who issued a statement um, through the police. And I do urge you to read it because if you want to see what heartbreak looks like in a textual form, it is uh, it is that. It's just a tragic, tragic accident. And our thoughts are with everyone uh, connected to him, everyone that knew him, everyone at Mazaka, but also the staff at Heroes as well mm. um, for what must be a very, very awful time for them and as we said an inquest was opened and adjourned into it and it, I think it will be held at some point during the summer so we'll have we'll perhaps have more in the summer what a shame and what a young handsome man <laughs> yeah. you know just absolutely tragic we send our condolences to Absol his friends and family absolutely um another m moving on to slightly well much better news actually and it's great news for the Grace Ke Kelly Childhood Cancer Trust uh, you'll find it on page three of today's Worcester Observer. We're recording this on Wednesday, uh, but also it's going up online as well. They have secured five years of national lottery funding to fund um, the purchase of their AV1 robots. Now, what are the AV1 ro robots? I hear you cry. Well, these are the Aussie bots uh, that were made famous when they were put into Pitmaston Primary School. So Oscar Saxon will be Lee could talk and be part of registration and lessons at Pitmaston Primary School. So when Oscar was in hospital, he had one of these robots and he could partake. He had a tablet. And, yeah. Uh, um, various tablets such as iPads, other brands are available. Uh, and the school had the robot and he could listen into the conversation and communicate. And could he see everything? He and couldn't everyone, see anything now right, because it's audio. Could, okay. Um, but it's, uh, I'm looking for the paragraph that I just, I found a great paragraph that explained it, and now I can't find it for the life of me. Ah, yes. Um, it has, sends a live video. Actually, it does send a video feed. I correct myself completely. It sends a live video feed to a tablet, allowing children like Oscar to take part in the activities. Video is only transmitted one way from the robot to the patient, so Ozzy can see everything, uh, but the kids can't, they can hear him. Hmm. Um, it's a great one. This has got five years' worth of funding, though, from the National Lottery. Wonderful cause, anyway, because I think it's a, just an awesome, awesome cause. Um, and they hope the money... In the first three years, they hope it's going to purchase 18 new AV1 machines um, for Worcestershire, then Herefordshire, and then Gloucestershire. Because I didn't know this. I didn't know this. In the counties, the three counties... There are 75 children diagnosed with cancer every year. Oh, my goodness. I had no idea it was that of many. 40 of them being <gasps> of school age. Oh, how awful. Which leaves you the 35, the, the much younger than um, school age. Oh, but, but this is an amazing invention, isn't it? So it's it is it's keeping them involved and their friends obviously can still chat to them. Yeah. And they've made it into a kind of cute little white robot yeah. that's sitting there. It's almost got like a little head and it's like its little body. So obviously, you know, it's really well, every five-year-old's going to love yeah, that. You know, I showed a picture of it to my son over the weekend and it was just like, robot, robot. Like, yeah. 
It is, um, though, a little bit Black Mirror. Have you seen the, that Black Mirror <laughs> episode with Miley Cyrus? Very slightly, yes. But <laughs> and people get put in these little rooms. So I'm thinking, oh dear, I hope it doesn't all go wrong. Somewhere it, won't, in the it won't go wrong. It's all, it's all designed for happy things. Isn't no, it? I love it. Uh, happy thoughts as well. So it's fantastic news and well done to everyone at the Grace Kelly Childhood Cancer Trust because applying for it when you think they've been applying for this funding they've got this funding they've been raising all that money for oscar sexelby lee as well uh it's just a wonderful wonderful thing and it doesn't and as dr jen kelly said uh child with um they can't change the child's diagnosis but if they can help make a difference by giving them some hope and normality and i could not agree with that more that's just have we had any updates on oscar i've no, nothing, nothing to report yet, so but, um, no news is good news no news All's is good going news well, obviously over there in singapore what I have got, though, is that you might have seen Steve Cram on the river mm. uh, last Friday. Our photographer did, uh, because he was here to launch the 2020 Air Products Worcester City Run. That's right, it's all started again. Uh, this behemoth of an event that now just started out as something very, very small, but has now grown into Worcester's answer to the London Marathon in terms of its size, and I've just knocked that, and hopefully you can still hear me, um, because we had a bit of a disconnected wire before we came on. I moved the microphone by an inch, and it just unsettled it. We have very, very temperamental microphones, as you can tell, but they make my voice sound good, apparently. So, Anyway, the Worcester City Run. Um, members of Worcester Dragon Boat Racing Club were on, on the river to launch it, uh, because this year's event will be seven on the seven as the event prepares to grow for its seventh year. Staggering. Seven years this has been going already. It feels like it's only been going like three years. It's just so popular. The Worcester City Run comprises, of course, the Worcester City Half Marathon, the 10K, and the Young Athletes Run. But this year, Steve Cram has been on the um, mobile and he's been going through his email contacts and he found Paula Radcliffe. Hmm. And um, there's a family athletics event that she devised herself after her retirement. Uh, that's going to be there as well. So there's something for everyone at this Brilliant. year's event. And so the picture on the front page, why are half of them in a boat then? That's the dragon That's club. the dragon boat, yes. Okay, but this isn't for them... No, we're not, you're not going to be paddling or anything. No, you won't have to paddle, Just okay. But the paddling does look a lot of fun, doesn't it? Does it does look a lot of fun, yeah. Um, but it's basically the theme is seven on the seven, so because um, it's been seven years on the seven, so they've got the dragon boat and involved. So, and so can we register for this if we want to get involved? You can. There's a link that's going to go... That I can't remember it for the life of me, but I had to shorten the story down for it to go in the paper. Mm. But do visit our website. Uh, we're recording this Wednesday. I'm going to put it on probably Friday. Uh, do visit our website. The link will be on... a. Uh, the bottom and we'll make it into a hyperlink as well I think that's the correct terminology so click on it and go straight through to it so it'll have all the information on there for you brilliant do you know I love Steve Cram I think he's you're one not of, the only one our I photographer think, loves him oh really because I think he's just so hard working he is constantly yeah. doing these sort of things isn't he all over Staggering. the place like I don't think there's a week goes by where he isn't in one of our papers somehow no. helping pauses and getting out there and he what I like is that he's it's his company that set up the event, and it could be very easy for him to go, oh, well, I'm just going to set up the event. I can't recall. I think there may have been one year, but I think he was commentating at some World Athletics Championship event in, like, Doha or something mm. that he missed it. But every year it's launched. Always, he makes the trip to Worcester and launches it. He's always in a photo. He's always and, front and centre, isn't he, yeah, giving which really is great, inspiring Which is great. I don't know everyone goes, you know, if the terrible, cynical world that we live in, people go, oh, yeah, well, he's only trying to promote it. 
But I think it's good that Where? he's lending his name and putting his face out there. Absolutely. Where is he from, Rob? Is he from round here? No, he's from the north of England. Oh my goodness! So he probably, the Jarrow Arrow. So That's he probably does stuff all up there as well. Because well, I just feel like I think he's, he's events from the north. I think it's called. Oh, okay, because I just feel he's always in our but region. He was nicknamed the Jarrow Arrow. Yeah. Um, apparently, I never knew that until Friday when Marcus, our photographer, told me he was called the Jarrow Arrow. How many times? I'm not going to say that again because my tongue feels like it's going to swell up. And I'm being really stupid here. Is Jarrow a place in the north? north? Okay, I've never actually heard of Jarrow. Near Durham, I think. Maybe people will correct us. I know, Mm. but it is in the north of England. I know uh, that much. Um, Tell us about your letter, your news editor's letter of the week. I always look forward to that. And haven't well, I just wanted to. I just wanted to just um, also offer some tributes as well. Um, one of Worcester City's greatest ever players sadly passed away. Harry Knowles, uh, Knowles for goals as he was known, uh, passed away at the age of 87. He was involved in the club's greatest, probably yes, the greatest FA Cup run where they beat the mighty Liverpool in 1959. So Worcester actually beat Liverpool. Liverpool yes. <gasps> That's pretty they special. They weren't managed by Jurgen Klopp at the time, and yeah. it's before it was as Liverpool were becoming good, but still, Worcester City Doesn't were Doesn't matter, in, we've beaten them. Worcester City were in the Southern League at the time, and Liverpool were in the league, so do it was one of the greatest upsets. Do you know what, Rob? We've done it before, we can do it again. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, but tributes have been paid to Harry Knowles, so do please do go on uh, either our website or Worcester City's uh, own website as well, where they've paid some tributes. And I've included um, a lovely black and white photo because I love retro football photos, black and white, going back to the 40s and the 50s. I think they're absolutely great because the size of the football back then was just huge. I always huge. love the, um, the crowd. They're yes. all in their suits. <laughs> well, it <laughs> was an event their... going around. Yeah. It, was, it was a social sports event. Sports jackets. Um, but yes, uh, on to... The editor's comment, and another thing that's been um, very much in the news this week is the 75th anniversary of the liberation of Auschwitz-Birkenau. And um, it brought to an end, which I don't, you don't need me to tell me, the horrors that were committed there. I mean, even just watching the news on Monday, just some of the stories that are still being told now, it still sort of chills me. Mm. The what? Humanity was doing to other humans simply because of their beliefs. It's horrible, isn't it? Do you know what, though? People say it's still happening in, like, North Korea. You know, there are these concentration camps in North Korea, apparently. It is just mind-boggling that mankind can do those sort of atrocities to each other. It's it's frightening. And what scares me more than the stories, even though the stories are chilling, is that it's still happening. There is still so much persecution, no matter who you are, from the simple sexism that goes on, that men, primarily men, you know, treat women like second-class citizens still in 2020. I've said it right. My brain was going to throw 2019 into the, the mix there, to the racism that goes on, to the simple picking out on people because of their gender, because of how they identify, or even their sexuality. You know, read the stories you'll see this week about Auschwitz, because no doubt it's still be talking. And I, one of the things on my bucket list one year, I do actually want to go and see would it for you like myself. To go? I don't know if I'd just be a bit freaked out. It... I think I would be, but I think it's one of those big, you know, strap on the big boy pants moment mm. and um, go and see it for yourself. And I think just to witness it, I think I would want to do it. But Is it exactly as it was? Have yes, they preserved it? They've preserved it. it, they've preser- just, preserved oh. it. Uh, it's it absolutely frightening. I mean, 
if you're one of these people, and I will address you, if you're one of these people that practices any form of discrimination because you think it's cool, whether it's online, sitting behind a keyboard, and you think you're big, is it worth it? Mm. Is it worth it when hundreds of people gave their lives in the war, but also they gave they had they were forced to lay down their lives in this concentration camp um, for a world that was better. They you know they went to their deaths because they were prejudiced, but we in in the end we liberated it, and the world in the pursuit of the world being a better place. I was struck, to be honest, going back to Good Morning Britain, if Piers, Susanna, if you're listening, the amount of promotion we're giving you here, um, Eva, I don't know if her name is, Eva Schloss, I think. If I've got that wrong, I do apologise. She was one of the oldest um, Auschwitz survivors, and she's actually Anne Frank's um, stepsister. Hmm. And she just delivered a message of tolerance, hope, understanding, and sort of... Forgive, forget, move on, but, you know, be kinder to each other. Which I thought, after everything she suffered, and she'd have seen, how on earth could you be that compassionate? Some people are just absolute incredible angels because they have that ability to forgive. I don't know if I ever would. I think... I'm not sure I could. I know, it's just absolutely incredible, isn't it? Because things you would have seen... Mm, You'd never be the same. It would just be horrendous. I don't know um, if... You've ever did? Have you been to see 1917 yet in Not the, yet, in no, the theatre, in the cinema? That that's incredible. I saw that the other day, and yeah. that's World War One, obviously. But um, it's just such a shame that we, as a race, oh, as a race, as a um, species, we put <laughs> ourselves through these atrocities and things. It is. It's incredible. Something's got to change, hasn't Something's it? Something's got to change. It's the ultimate of not sharing. I mean, how big is this planet? I mean, it's big enough for... I'm not going to get into a flat Earth debate, but it's big enough for everyone, and yet there are people in this world that are just like, you somehow don't deserve to be here. Mm. You know, and it's 2020 now. I mean, we can put a man on the moon, we have done. We've cured a lot of illnesses, or we've slowed down the progress of a lot of illnesses. We've evolved, we're recycling things, we're reusing things, we've developed electric cars, we... You know, we can still put people in this thing that goes up into the sky propelled by only oil and petrol and engine and jet engines and we can fly anywhere in the world. Mm. And yet we still find it... Some of us find it in our hearts to just be vile to each other. But I think maybe the planet is struggling. I mean, I was reading an article about when my grandfather was born in 1917, there were less than 2 billion people on this planet. Now there's over 8 billion. And I just feel like... We've got to, if we're going to be so massive, we do need to work it out because otherwise there is going to be something that comes along and wipes half of us off, you know, the face of the earth through a disease or something. I mean, who knows? No, that it is could true. be this coronavirus or the next one, but we need to sort things out because. Well, I think that's terrible, that corona. Oh, it's awful, isn't it? But do you see what they've... Have you been watching some of the reports of what they are feeding and how they're treating some of those animals in Mm. these live meat markets? I was in tears. I was crying my eyes out what they were doing. I mean, they, like, chop bits off live animals for them to... And keep them... I mean, it's just horrendous. And, you know, of course things are... Nature's going to take its hold, but we can't be doing it to each other. No, no, we can't. No, it's it's ridiculous to... 
It's ridiculous to even contemplate that, to be honest. I just think I, I've got no time for persecution. And to be honest, I've got no time for any trolls either. And there are a few, of, there are a few people that have contacted both our papers um, that think it's acceptable to say certain comments. It isn't. Mm. Um, and if you're one of these keyboard warriors, and I'm sorry, I'm going to lose my rag slightly. If you are one of these keyboard warriors that think it's acceptable uh, to make comments about people... If you've got to think about it, if you type it, and if you think it's unacceptable, then it probably is. Mm. It's no bravery. And if you think you're brave by hiding behind a keyboard, you're not. It's pathetic. And it all comes back to bite you, doesn't it? It We see in the future you might be running for prime minister or MP, and if you've tweeted something 20 years ago, (laughs) it's going to come back and it's it's there there forever. You can never delete delete it fully and you can never remove it, and that should be the lesson. And I, I despise keyboard warriors, that the people that show the bravery behind the keyboard. It's like, well... Would you say it to my face? Mm. They should teach it in schools, or shouldn't, shouldn't they, or something like? I would keep, hope so. Um, online etiquette. Yeah. You know. Well, just I think it comes down to being a basic human being. You know, why? You know, you think it's acceptable to go on and say, "Oh, this celebrity, I hate her. She's the, I hate him, and this, that, and the other." Why? Mm. You know, have an opinion by all means, but but do couch it. Don't get it ridiculous. I'm talking about the real serious keyboard warriors, not people who have an opinion. That's absolutely fine. Anyway, we're going to wrap up um, because the sun's shining. And uh, to be honest, I've got to sort my hair out because I feel like I've got some sort of rooster effort going on. Uh, But not before. I don't say a massive congratulations. And do pick up a copy of the paper if you can. Or do go online because uh, our sports subs have done a fabulous job on the back page because Worcester Wolves won the BBL Cup in front of a record-breaking crowd at Arena Birmingham. The first silverware of the British basketball season was won by Worcester Wolves. They can't take that away now. Brilliant. They beat Bristol Flyers 67-59 in the BBL Cup final in front of 9,244 people, which doesn't sound a lot, but I'm given to understand that's a great crowd for basketball in this country. Well, by the photos, it looks absolutely jam-packed, doesn't it? It's absolutely absolutely terrific. And if you want to go and see the newly crowned BBL Cup holders, get along to the University of Worcester Arena Friday night, 7.30, when they entertain the Newcastle Eagles. Thanks, Claire. Uh, I think we've put the world to right once again uh, this week on a very sunny Wednesday morning. I do hope this weather stays, but I'm given to understand it's going to be milder and wetter and the snow is all going to melt. But what snow? I hear you cry. But apparently in the north of England, it snowed quite dramatically. Whereas in the north of England, they went, yes, it's January. We expect it. Never mind. Anyway, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch, editor at worcesterobserver.co.uk. On Facebook, on Twitter, and if you have to, Instagram. But do make sure it's Facebook first. No, I need... We're on a big, we're in a big race, aren't we? Who, we gets, are. who gets the most um, Facebook? We are. And being I'm, the host, I can promote mine first. I'm in charge of Instagram, and editor Rob is in charge of Facebook. So, um, yeah. Follow, us, oh, on follow us on both. Smartphones are great. You can follow us on both. Facebook mostly first, though. Until next week, though, I think we're done here. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.